Welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Good morning, good evening. Thanks for joining us on the Divorce Collective podcast. I'm Danielle Young. I'm the Senior Associate here at Collective Family Law Group. I'm going to carry on today um, a bit from my last podcast, which I did on contraventions. Today, I'm going to talk about what is reasonable excuse. I'm going to talk about it from the lens of a parenting order. That's the threshold that parties will need to satisfy to defend a contravention application being brought against them for an alleged non-compliance with the Federal Circuit and Family Court order. So when an order is made in a parenting matter, the court expects you to uphold your obligation as a parent to facilitate and encourage the relationship between the child and the other parent. If there are orders made for a child to spend time with a parent, then the court expects that you will not only ensure that the child is available to spend that time, but that you actively encourage them to do so. This applies even if the child says they don't want to go. It's your obligation as a parent under the time orders. A parent is taken to contravene an order which has not been altered in some way by a parenting plan if they, one, intentionally prevent compliance with the order by a person who is bound by it, two, makes no reasonable attempt at all to comply with the order, three, intentionally fails to comply with the order, or four, aid and abets or helps, if you may, someone who is bound by the order to contravene it. Like I said, I've already done a podcast on um, contravention. What is it and how do you apply for it? This is just talking about one of the defences available for um, contraventions. So Section 70 NAC of the Family Law Act provides the defence of reasonable excuse to a contravention. While the definition of reasonable excuse can be found in Section 70 NAE, it's the case law that is the most helpful in figuring out what might be considered reasonable excuse. A court order can be contravened if there's a reasonable excuse for not complying with the order. Now, that is not that little lady who's aged five said he doesn't want to go, and I'll talk a bit about that in a case um, in a minute. Some of the examples of what can be deemed to be reasonable excuse are the person did not understand the obligations imposed by the order or the person believed that the actions which gave rise to the contravention were necessary to protect a child from harm and the contravention was necessary to protect a person, for example, to protect the parent contravening the orders. But in those last two reasons, so believed the actions which gave rise to the contravention were necessary to protect a child or necessary to protect a person, in those two, the contraventions must not have lasted longer than necessary to protect the safety of a person or a child. So a couple of examples. Um, There's a 2017 case of Osman and Bellis uh, of the... um, Uh, family court. The court held at the hearing of the contravention application brought by the father in that case 
that the mother in the case's decision to withhold the children from the father was reasonable in the circumstances of that case. Those circumstances were that the father had made threats against the child and had anger issues. In this case in particular, the father had threatened to drown the child. He referred to the child in vulgar terms and he had uncontrolled anger and outbursts. So although the mother was technically in breach of those orders by not facilitating the time under the orders, she demonstrated through actual evidence at the contravention hearing that she did so because she had a reasonable excuse. Um, Another case, 2014 case of Cartland and Cartland, the judge in this matter found that the mother had breached the orders and she did not have a reasonable excuse to do so. Well, this case involved children who were 11 and 12 at the time and they were spending orders with the father in accordance with orders that were made for about two months since the orders were made. Then all of a sudden in the third month, the mother said that the children, well, she heard the children say to her that they didn't want to go, they didn't want to spend time with the father. It actually appears in that case that the mother made the effort to drive all the way to the changeover with those children. But from the back seat of the mother's car through a window, the children would say things like, well, say things to the father like, we're not coming tomorrow or we don't want to come or we don't feel like seeing you, at which time the mother wound up the window and drove off. As you can imagine, the judge in this case was very critical of the mother. The judge in that case said the mother's behaviour at changeover sent a clear message to the children that it was all right for them to remain in the car and refuse to go with the father. It was the absolute reverse of what was required to ensure compliance with the orders. The mother in that matter was placed on a bond of $1,000 on condition that she be of good behaviour for 12 months. And I'm going to go through some sanctions and some consequences to contraventions in the third part um, in another podcast I'll do. I'm not going to go through all of the case law. There's an abundance of it, but it really, all of them reiterate that what's reasonable excuse is always at the discretion of the judicial officer determining the matter. Some reasonable excuses are clear, such as the first case I gave you where the example was um, there was a safety risk to the child. Um, Some aren't so clear. If you need advice about compliance with orders, then seek qualified legal advice in the first instance. The consequences for non-compliance with a court order or for contravening a court order can be quite significant and serious. So if you've got some concerns in relation to the orders which you're bound by, um, then reach out and grab some legal advice right from the onset so that you can know your options and how to proceed Uh, before just willy-nilly not complying with an order of the court. All right, that's it from me today. Nice, short, sharp, sweet, to the point. Um, That's what we like here at the Doors Collective Podcast, give you some little snippets of information that hopefully can assist you. As always, if you need help with your family law matter, if you need advice with your family law matter, pick up the phone, jump on the keyboard, shoot me an email, find me over here at collective family law group or reach out to one of our other fabulous team of lawyers that we've got here we're all ready and waiting to help you um, and hopefully get you some resolutions for your family law matter thank you for listening to the divorce collective podcast brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au 
If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, you have got this.